Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Differentiated instruction, Discoculia in a cartoon, a conculia, and continuing education for German doctors on Discoculia. Welcome to the podcast at Discoculia Headlines Weekly for week 39 in 2016. And with us, as usual, is Dr. Schroeder, who's going to help us plow through the links from this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks so much. Pleased to be here. Now, um, we only have four links this week, and that is because the last link is like a very extended link. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's jump right into it. The first one talks about schools that need inclusive teaching methods. What are inclusive teaching methods? Yes. Well, this is an article uh, about uh, inclusive teaching methods, about how can we make the education inclusive for students with dyslexia, dyscalculia, and dysgraphia and it's an article from Chennai in India and we hear uh, Richard Rose professor of inclusive education at the University of Northampton uh-huh. and he says that um, although the Indian government is working really hard to include children from uh, disadvantaged uh, economically disadvantaged families mm-hmm. uh, they are not yet that far to help students with a uh, learning difference of disability. That's a lot of children mm-hmm. in India. Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, basically the information how to help these children is available, but most teachers have not had that in their curriculum. They hadn't have a chance to study and, and particularly practice how to help those kids. Um, well, Harini Mohan from the Dyslexia Association in Madras says that uh, those students can succeed in school when the issue is identified at a young age and treated with multi-century uh, teaching techniques. Well, right. there obvi- obviously with the identification and the uh, special teaching strategies is still uh, a hiccup. Um, we also hear from Solata Ajit, she's director from an NGO, uh, Suncalp, and that organization provides training to teachers, so they are working at it, and they train teachers to use uh, multisensory teaching techniques that are actually beneficial to all students. So that is so another good. Yeah. very good uh, message that... Uh, everybody should uh, pick up from from this article in India um, is not only meant for students with a uh, learning disability, but it can help everybody. So your next move will be to open up Discoculia Services Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> they already have a great NGO. <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, now let's look at some entertainment here or infotainment. So this is, what is Discoculia, and it is explained in a pow-toon. Yeah, what's a pow-toon? Let's listen to this. (laughs) 
So we see a lot of numbers here. A lot of numbers, yes. And they actually um, give the definition uh, of the uh, okay. uh, dyscalculia. And they talk about the prevalence, which is between 3 and 6% in the general population. Uh-huh. And they talk about the link between dyslexia and dyscalculia. Well, this is a really nice, short introduction, super to start uh, interesting people and raise awareness. Um, it's uh, very nice to watch, so click on the link and, and look for yourself. Yeah, this is a very easy introduction into, uh, into Disco Pier. Yeah, in very less than two done. minutes. Right. And it's available on our website, and we'll always include the links from the uh, podcasts in, uh, on our podcast page underneath the, uh, the actual audio version. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the headlines. We'll find it on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. Now, our, our next link is Acalculia. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I've, not, I, you know, we're familiar with Discoculia, but what is Acalculia? Let's listen, let, listen, this is also a video, let's listen in here for a minute. This is interesting. They call it a calculia. I think that's how computers call it, right? I think this is a computerized version. Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So we continue to call it discoculia and yeah, acoculia. Yeah. That's all right. Well, but still, well, it's, it's, in a word. It's, in a, it's another short, nice video. It's around five minutes, uh, produced at Arizona State University as part of an online autism course. Oh. Yeah. And uh, they explain... Uh, both dyscalculia and acalculia and um, mostly uh, the associations that that come with that Um, acalculia is mainly located as a disorder in the left angular gyrus so and combination with the frontal lobe so uh, different parts of the brain and lesions uh, can lead to the so-called Gerstmann syndrome um, that uh, also has uh, finger agnosia. But those people uh, usually struggle with uh, memorized uh, math facts like uh, multiplication uh, tables mm-hmm. and they still have an okay ability to do addition. Now, different regions in the parietal lobe, so that's in the side of the, of the brain, right. lead to different issues. Okay. For instance, a lesion in the interparietal sulcus, um, those people uh, usually lose the ability to do addition and subtraction, while uh, memorized multiplication facts like the multiplication tables are still uh, intact. So valuable. Yeah. And actually, it's very interesting that they uh, mentioned the relation with finger agnosia. Right. Actually, we will probably come back to that next week, as I saw there is some new research at Stanford about this, um, uh, published in the Wall Street Journal, the pluses of finger counting 
so uh, maybe in the following mm, weeks following we might, weeks. We might uh, okay. we may encounter uh, that. Yeah, mention that. So well. is it is it common a cochlea? No, it's it's uh, less common. Do you than come across it in your, in your practice? No, it usually no. happens with uh, adults who oh, have okay. either a brain lesion from a, uh, a brain trauma or a um, cardiovascular. Okay, so it's not like a, a born, not an innate the, disease. No, okay. as yeah, it, it might be possible as well as a cr uh, chromosome disorder. Uh, but it can also uh, be the first sign of uh, dementia, of Alzheimer's. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Now, our last link for the week is interesting. Apparently, the German doctors need some education about dyscalculia. And so there is this, this magazine, Deutsches Erzeblatt International. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, the German doctor's magazine, International. And so you've gone through this. Uh, so uh, how much in depth does this go? Yeah, this, this is a really great article by Professor Dr. Liane Kaufmann. Um, it's a, a great review about the diagnosis and uh, management of dyscalculia. She reviewed a large number of publications and she found a lot of uh, associated cognitive functions with uh, dyscalculia, such as working memory issues and visual-spatial uh, skill uh, problems. And uh, there's a wide range of, uh, of other issues, um, such as ADHD or dyslexia. And again, she also mentions, like the people in India, that early identification and uh, treatment key. is absolutely key. Right. So, uh, many students, as we have mentioned also in, in other posts, uh, develop specific math anxiety. And here what um, they found in other articles is that uh, the math anxiety can actually uh, grow and become a general school phobia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, people with dyscalculia um, have a major disadvantage also in the job market. Right. And this article uh, describes the typical development of numerical and arithmetical skills. So any teacher should know these, um, uh, the typical development to see if, if a child uh, does not develop as he should. Now, uh, the number line, mental number line, is very important, mm -hmm. uh, both for uh, mental math and for... Um, arithmetical thinking. Okay, well, so here's my question. This is published in a, in a magazine for doctors. Mm -hmm. Now, if my child is bad at math, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm actually going to school, right? Yes, and that is something that, that comes up later as well. I, I totally agree. So, um, to, to just follow the flow of thinking they, they have here is... Um, like we also said before, you need to combine three um, activities, three centers in the brain. Mm -hmm. The first for the number words, uh, speech area on the left uh, perisylvan uh, region. Uh, we need to work with Arabic numerals, which um, occurs in the occipital lobe, so a little bit more to the back of the head. And then we have our basic numerical representations, 
and numerical spatial representations that develop later. So like that mental number line. Right. But for that development to occur, we need attention and working memory, which um, is mainly uh, happening in the frontal lobe. So we, you need your whole brain to do math. Yeah. Then we need uh, proper language development. We need yeah. sensory motor function, which is the finger counting. The Come finger get counting. back here. Yeah. 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 Visuospatial ideation. So you need to be able to visualize what you're doing. And obviously experience, just practice. And there, that is where the type of teaching really comes in. What type of experience do we offer we to our, our, our learners? And um, she also mentioned uh, the definitions as in the ICD-10 and the DSM-4, mm -hmm. both talking about basic numerical and arithmetical skills. So, so now um, uh, algebra, uh, two complicated um, things, yeah. just the basics that you need in everyday life. And um, like we can expect from German people being um, thorough, very as, thorough as their nature is, yes. and methodical, <laughs> they define a math learning disability separately from Dyscalculia, which okay. is very good because that definition is is hanging in the air here and there, and I see different articles that use those terms uh, interchangeably, which right. which is not the right thing to do. Uh, we need to stick to proper uh, definitions. So they uh, define the math learning disability as uh, a student having math skills below a certain percentile, which is obviously mm -hmm. depending on your school district and, and etc. without reference to general intelligence, while the proper dyscalculia usually um, is um, occurring in students with average or above average uh, IQ. Right. Sounds like a very thorough, very complete uh, rundown of dyscalculia. Yes, absolutely. Al although we still have the uh, huge local differences in cutoff criteria for this uh, math learning sure. Uh, disability. Sure. Now, where does it come from? Yeah. What's the etiology? Yeah. It's multifactorial. You cannot pinpoint one specific issue and also, there are uh, different um, types of dyscalculia that might have different um, that different etiology. Now, mm -hmm. uh, what we see very often is that it runs in families and also with some specific genetic disorders. Mm -hmm. She talks about the comorbidity, particularly dyslexia. Right. Um, and um, she also talk about ADHD. Mm -hmm. Combination of dyslexia and dyscalculia was actually found in. Uh, that's nice to mention uh, that in seven point six percent of students in fourth and fifth grade in in my country in the Netherlands uh, in, in an article by Dirks Speyer and uh, Van Lieshout a few years ago, which is higher than um, dyscalculia alone. Mm -hmm. uh, students with dyscalculia are uh, more prone to mental illness, emotional distress, um, and unfortunately that in turn 
negatively influences working memory that you need for progress in math. So that's a so, regular spiral there. Absolutely. Stress yeah. is not a helpful thing. No. And uh, therefore, the diagnostic assessments are twofold, both curricular, so what happens in the school, and neuropsychological. Yeah. Uh, when you want to... Um, know the diagnosis, you also need to look at differential diagnosis, so compare it with other things. Um, look at children with MLD, what I mentioned before, with dyscalculia or combined dyslexia, dyscalculia, and they actually have a, a distinctly different profile on a neuropsychological test. So you need to have a, so you a, a wide... Um, a wide information not just do some some math uh, calculation tests right now here's where the uh, important thing comes up the treatment and they say it should be tailored to the individual student depending on the uh, as you the say profile. your golden rules absolutely one that's the best way to deal with it uh, actually, for treatment, there was a meta-analysis made, again, in the Netherlands, by Kroesberg and Van Luyt in mm -hmm. 2003. And it indicated that uh, most interventions uh, dealt with basic numerical skills. And that, that follows the definition. Um, they also found that promoting basic numerical skills was more effective than focusing on precursor skills or on problem-solving strategies. <coughs> they found that um, shorter interventions were usually more effective than longer, mm -hmm. and probably more uh, pinpointed to a specific um, issue. And uh, last but not least, in-person teaching was more effective than computerized instruction or classroom instruction. Yeah. So let me quote here uh, as last um, part of this really um, valuable article. Uh, highly effective treatments approaches are those that address both the establishment and consolidation of arithmetical understanding and the automatization of the content learned. Now, a particular challenge, and that is definitely what I see in my daily practice as well, is the transfer of what is learned to its application in everyday life. So we also need to help our students with that. Yeah. Practical examples and um, things that you can use in your daily life. I That's what we need to teach. I see a market for dyscalculia services, Bombay and Berlin. <laughs> it's definitely coming. Dr. Schroeder, thank you very much for your thorough explanation. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can follow her on Facebook and on Twitter. There is a free download and free uh, Discoculia screener on her website, discoculiaservices.com. You can also follow her webinars. She runs webinars on a regular basis, and those can be found on webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. And then she also has an ebook available on Amazon.com with the title... Yeah, Discoculia, the Forgotten Learning Disability. Indeed. With that, until next week, you can count on us. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. 
Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.